Hi, it's Greg and Lucky. And this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from 5 to 9, this is what you missed. Have you ever had a, a cat, Lucky? You ever had a, a kitten in no, your house? No, no. We had a couple when we first got married. We took in these two barn cats that uh, a friend of ours had a farm. And they had some kittens. And so we took them in. And um, they were very cute and all of that. But they're they're a strange animal in that they're, they're very aloof. They like to do their own thing. But at the same time... They they want you to be proud of them, and it was always this weird thing because we were living out in the middle of nowhere, and we'd be sitting there in the summertime with the front door open, the windows open, and so you can hear everything outside in the evening, and all of a sudden you'd hear this this slight squealing noise, and you're like, what is that going on? And then you'd look outside, and the two cats had found a mouse and decided that oh. they were going to toss it back and forth, right. use it like a, a game of catch. And then bring it to you to and, present? Yeah, with its all its guts hanging out. So. Ugh. Yeah, they're uh, they're an odd animal, but a lot of people love having them as a pet. And it's always been thought that the black cat is uh, bad luck. Yeah. Well, it turns out now it's considered good luck. Ah. I don't know why, but, you know, forever if a black cat crossed your path, it was bad luck. And there is one in our neighborhood, and this thing is huge. And um, I remember in the summertime cutting the grass up the boulevard and it it went in front of me and i thought well there we go <laughs> there we go and it dashed we got all these uh you know bushes and plants and stuff at the front of the house and it dashed in behind those and i didn't see it come out so as i'm cutting the grass i'm like starting to panic that this thing as i get closer to the uh to the bushes it's going to come out and just rip my face off but every now and then it will cross my path like i'll be pulling out of my driveway i'll be making a left onto uh to my street, or the street attached to me. And there he is, crossing in front of the car. Oh. And he just stops and gives me the finger. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, here we go. But maybe, well, it, maybe it's good luck now. Uh, this reeks of one of those things where someone's just trying to reverse the curse, mm. right? It's like saying it's lucky when it rains on your wedding day. Mm-hmm. No, it's not. It sucks. Especially <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> if it's an outdoor wedding. Right. Yeah. It's not good luck You'd, or you know, when a bird poops on you. No, you've got bad luck. You can't turn that around now. Did you know, and I just learned this from the outlaws, or the lovely Maria told me this years ago, if it rains on your wedding day, it's because you licked your plate as a kid. Italians. <laughs> the, I, I, the Italians have a lot of those weird ones. It's all attached to food somehow. <laughs> What's wrong with licking your plate? You're cleaning it up. Right. Anyhow, uh, so yes, black cats are supposedly a good thing now. <laughs> we'll find each other like a tender, uh, Tinder profile thing. Like, did you, before we get married, I need to know, did you lick your plate as a child? <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I don't want rain on my wedding day. That's right. Um, if you have a cat, what color is your cat? If you have a solid white cat, that's the most popular cat color. I find those spooky. We have one of those in our neighborhood oh, that really? roams around outside all the time. And when I see it, I find that a spooky looking cat. Yeah. Too. Tabby's next. Tuxedo, which is the black and white chest. The all black. And then Harlequin, which is mostly white with patches of another color. Huh. So, orange cats are up on the list as well. Blue-gray, which is like a medium gray. And uh, black cat owners uh, are slightly more likely to say Halloween is their favorite holiday. Right. That would make sense, wouldn't it? And I believe it's actually Black Cat Day. You know, all these silly titles for days. International Black Cat Day. Oh, like, so today is Black Cat Day? Yeah. Yeah, Great. As we make our way to Halloween, yes. So, if one crosses your path, it's all good now. The Kanye West craziness continues. 
he uh, yesterday decided to show up unannounced at a Skechers, actually at their corporate head office, uh, headquarters in uh, Los Angeles, and was promptly bounced. Skechers said in a statement that Kanye was engaged in unauthorized filming and was uh, escorted off the premise after a uh, brief conversation. They've also condemned his remarks. Um, other store chains such as Marshalls and uh, TJ Maxx in the States have all said they're done carrying his goods. So his slide continues. Yeah, I, I'm surprised to hear Skechers of all. That didn't seem like the logical next step after Adidas. Mm. Uh, like there would have been other major manufacturers to go to. But I, no one wants to touch uh, him right now. And, and I, it, it, it's, it's getting awkward with Kanye in the mm. sense that I mean he's he has a documented past with mental health issues and we're watching it feels like we're watching a train wreck in action but is anything being done to stop it no or and, can be done no and a lot of times uh, people with mental health issues they have to uh, kind of hit rock bottom and uh, and announce that they need the help much like alcoholism or drug addiction just because someone is an addict doesn't mean you can fix them you can try but if they don't want the help, you, you can't force them into it. Uh, I mean, certainly with mental health issues, you put people into 48-hour and 72-hour lockdowns observation. But uh, if they think they're fine and everybody else is crazy, then you've got to let yeah. them kind of carry on down their road. We do seem to pick on him because he he's just annoyed so many people for so long with all of his crazy opinions and things he says that I, I think it's tough to uh, to have sympathy for them, you know? Um, whereas you see other celebrities who have struggled with things, and we do feel bad, or we do rally. You know, look at what went on with Britney Spears and all the support that she's gotten over the years, because there's a feeling like, well, she didn't do it to herself. You know, it's not her, her fault that right. she's had these issues. And when yeah. she melted down and shaved her head, but she wasn't going after Jewish people either. Right. You know? well, but the guy has lost a billion dollars. Yeah. I think a lot of people look at his eyes, ah, still worth $400 million. Mm. You know, he can solve his own problems. And, and yes, that's fine. We, don't, we tend not to feel bad for him right now, but are we going to, if something bad happens to him and could have been prevented? Oh, yeah. People, oh, you know, social media people will be gutted and, oh, shocking. And, yeah. Oh, yeah. There'll be all of that. But right now, he just seems to be the punching bag, and people don't seem to uh, to be too sensitive to his issues. Yeah, like he certainly is not defending the man. He's creating his own hole. The yeah. problem is, at, you know, are there people close to him who could help or are trying to help and can't get through? Yeah, pro yeah probably there is. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's not good. I mean, I, I can't. Uh, it seems to be gaining speed all the time as he continues to barrel down that track. We just seem to, as a society, have... You know, it's, it, it, there are days to talk about it, and there's days not to mm. for some reason, right? Today is Black Cat Day. Let's talk about black cats. Another day will be about mental health issues, and we'll talk about it then. But for now, let's not talk about it. Yeah, it's a, it's an odd situation. I mean, Matthew Perry's another guy who certainly had his demons to fight. Now he's written his book, and everybody loves a story of redemption. That's the thing with Kanye, too. If he turned this all around and somehow came out on the other side with, like, I'm the new Kanye, all of that stuff. We, we Everybody would applaud him, you know. People love to see that. And uh, Matthew Perry's going through that. He's been, like, on every talk show and all over the place 
the last week or two promoting his book that comes out on the first. Yesterday we were talking about him uh, not liking Keanu Reeves very much and taking shots at him in his book. But I guess he realized he doesn't want to fight John Wick. Who really would? <laughs> because uh, now he's issued a uh, an apology and a statement saying, I'm actually a big fan of Keanu. I just chose a random name to make a joke. It didn't land. Uh, my mistake. I apologize. I should have just used my own name instead. He was going after him basically after the death of uh, River Phoenix and Chris Farley and saying, how come these two talented men die and this guy's still walking amongst us? This was this was his joke, and it didn't, I guess, fly. I get it, but it wasn't set off the cuff. This was printed. Twice. Right? Yeah. Printed twice, and it's not like you, uh, you know, do the interviews, some guy writes the book, and then it gets published. There are... You know, uh, versions sent mm. to you, and 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 so many edits and revisions that you had so much, so many opportunities to retract that statement, change the name, put your own name in there. I guess he really thought it was funny. I guess, and you, you're right. I mean, it would have gone by editors and all sorts of people who you think would have said, "Well, why? Wh what's this about? Like, yeah. Why are you taking a shot at Keanu Reeves? Like, what's the real story? What did he do? Because he was very specific about punching the hole in the wall in Jennifer Anna's, and uh, Aniston's dressing room. So that means that this dislike of the guy extended for some time. Mm -hmm. Anyhow, I don't know. He says he's sorry now. So Keanu Reeves, will, he'll, uh, he'll forgive him. That just seems to be the kind of guy Keanu Reeves is. Uh, Nick Cannon. Guy's got a cannon. He's going to be a father again. Oh, come on. Really? Now, this would be his 11th child. Now, he did lose his young son to brain cancer right. uh, was a year or so ago, last year. Uh, well, the woman that he had that uh, baby with, uh, that son's name was Zen, she is pregnant again. So this would make this child Nick's 11th uh, child. Uh, There's probably about, like seven or eight different women. I think so. Well, right? Yeah. 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 Holy cow. Talented guy. Was he be standing next to Herschel Walker next? Like, what's going on? Well, no, because... <laughs> well, no, Herschel. <laughs> well, Herschel pays for abortions right, yeah. and then says, oh, I'm against abortion. Nick Cannon just has he all just those has them all. America's got talent, and so does Nick Cannon. I'm getting a little hungry. I could order up uh, a Jeffrey Dahmer pizza, if you'd like. Ooh. Comes with a fake eyeballs, severed fingers, a fake ear. Well, I get double on the fake ear. Right, yeah. Uh, noodles that resemble intestines. Um, these are all the things you can get on the Jeffrey Dahmer pizza. That sounds a little much. There's a pizza joint that's taking some heat. Eh, anybody that's doing anything kind of Dahmer related over uh, Halloween is taking some heat. The e eBay even banned all the sales of Dahmer costumes. They wanted nothing to do with that. And uh, so this isn't an actual real pizza pie. There's a pizza joint who decided to uh, to make up this as a Halloween decoration and put it on their front counter. But there are people who are offended and think it's inappropriate. The manager says, uh, no, we're keeping it up. It's a fun prop, even uh, despite the backlash. So Has there been like a non-fictional character that's been used as a like a scary Halloween costume? In the past, I'm just, just wondering. You know, you like, like, just count Dracula. It was a book, is yeah, you know, and and movie, but you know, and a, a tale of a of a former count yeah. years ago. But yeah, no, I don't, th I don't, I don't remember seeing many uh, John Wayne Gacy outfits. No, or Charlie Manson outfits, or uh, Bernardo, or anything like that. Yeah. It just seems you know not cool. So I guess the fact that it's a Netflix special may make it a little more. But I'll bet you there were some couples back now that you mentioned Bernardo. I'll bet you, I don't remember it so long ago now, but I'll bet you there were some couples who dressed up as a duo.
and uh, Paul and uh, Wow. I'll bet you there were. Yeah. That's the dark side of people. But uh, yeah, nowadays you would uh, certainly get called out for it. So uh, yeah, I mean, I understand. I I, I get it. It's it, I find it funny that we're so enamored. Like this Netflix show on Dahmer is such a huge success. And yet people are all getting up in arms now if somebody wants to dress up. So it's okay to watch it. Yeah. It's okay to be involved yeah. in that. But and Netflix can make a ton on it. Yeah, but but I can't order a pizza with some uh, <laughs> fake intestines on it? Seems a little odd that we're getting all right. caught. Well, and, and I guess that's part of our sensitivities, too, in some senses. Where you know, I'm sure that pizza place is like, it's, it's a joke. We're not yeah. actually selling the pizza. Right. But, you know, it, it seems like an insensitive one, perhaps. Yeah. Yeah, as I had said the other day, I, I can't. Uh, I've tried to sit through it. I, I I love serial killer documentaries, but I just like to hear the stories. It keeps coming up for me in in recommended. Like I get an email yesterday from Netflix. Okay. Where, hey, here's suggestions for you to watch. Right. We think you'd like. <laughs> and it it, may, it always makes me pause for a second because I haven't watched any of that stuff since like like Mindhunter or one of those mm. a while ago, right? I guess mm-hmm. I watched the Ted Bundy tapes. Right, but. You know, right away, it's like, oh, man, am, am I, like, stereotyped? Is I, am I typecast now? Is this mm. what I like? Is it, is it really what I like? Yeah, you know, I mean, I do enjoy those documentaries. There was one I watched recently about a mom who joined a cult, basically, and I think she murdered two of her children, and she had older children, and she had started off with such promise and, you know, seemed to be a great mom, and, and everything was going well, and... She had uh, met her second husband, and he was terrific. I think she had him knocked off. The whole story, I think she had him killed as well. Crazy. That stuff, I, I, I'm, I enjoy it, but they're just, they're just retelling the tale, you know? Do we watch these because, like, we, we want to see someone who's absolutely out there? It makes us feel more sane. Perhaps. More normal. You know, like you can say, all right, I don't mind the odd babysitter scenario, but my God, at least I'm not that guy. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I just think we're all, and I remember even from a young age, like my grandparents had this book on like the 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 uh, the, the, the top serial killers of all time, and I remember being a kid and like reading it or looking at it, oh, being really? kind of fascinated. So then I killed a cat, and yeah. I went on. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I see people just as objects, not as human beings. I'll be very careful if you're ordering any uh, Halloween decorations, if you got something arriving through Amazon in the next day or so. A uh, woman ordered a uh, Halloween decoration from Amazon, a fake dead body covered in a plastic bag that you hang from a tree. Oh. Yeah. Uh, when it came in the mail, her 10-year-old son opened it, and uh, well, it wasn't exactly what she ordered. It was a sex doll. <laughs> <laughs> According to the it had a shocked expression on its face. I think so. <laughs> so did the ten-year-old. Funny, you know, with, with things like that. Uh, a ten-year-old probably old enough to figure it out. But sometimes parents make the horrific mistake of making a much bigger deal out of it. Right. So that they make the kid aware. You know, the kid opened it. He might have looked at it, tossed to the side, and never thought about it. Or he might have noticed it and went, that's an odd decoration, but really wouldn't have gotten that freaked out. Right. 
But then the mom comes in and sees it and goes ballistic, you know. Uh, and then all of a sudden the kid starts thinking, this is a bigger issue than I, you know. It's a doll with a woman's mouth open. Right. I don't know what the problem is here. She's just hungry. Surprised, just surprised the blood wasn't red splattered yeah. all over it. <laughs> um, so according to the seller, it wasn't actually a mix-up. They just used inflatable sex dolls because they're cheaper and you're covering it in the black plastic, so who's going to know? True. But yes, it's a sex doll. <laughs> so, just be aware. Can't we just stick with the pumpkin? Yeah. What are you going to go going crazy for? I saw a great video of uh, a porch pirate situation where some woman pulled up in front of uh, somebody's house, and they had this massive skeleton on the front lawn. Like, it looked to be... It was for sure double or maybe triple her size. Oh, it's probably they had one at Costco a few years ago. And I think. Massive. Yeah. And so she, obviously not that heavy, she tips it over, and now she's trying to wedge it into the back of her SUV. Oh Lord! You know, you barely get in like the head and the shoulders and part of the chest, and the rest is still sticking out the back. So yeah, just just I mean, you could do a porn pumpkin, I guess, if you wanted. Right. You make that circle mouth there in the front and <laughs> shocked eyeballs. Are you at hockey like literally seven nights a week now? Almost. That's insane. Almost. Between That's the insane. two kids. Yeah. And then there's my hockey, too, with the play-by-play. Play. Uh, it's good you enjoy it. Like, right. You, you know, you actually, you're a, you're a huge fan of the game, and, and you love being involved with your kids uh, playing hockey. I'm sure there's a lot of parents out there who have their kids in it who are in it because it's hockey and it's kind of like having to take your kids to Disney World when they're young. If you don't sign your kid up for hockey, somehow you're a bad parent along the way in this country. But and I and I was fine with it. I only had the one, and I could have never have afforded to have two of them. I don't I don't know how you do it. I, I there's not a chance I would have been able to afford to have both of them playing hockey. Um, and I got along with some of the other parents. I'd sit and gab, and I really wasn't involved. I'd be off to the side just mm. gabbing with the parents and not really caring because I didn't really care. I just thought, okay, well, have fun, get out there and play. But for those parents who uh, have their kids in it and don't like being around it, right? An absolute nightmare. Yeah, I mean, I get involved in it uh, in, in the sense that, yeah, I'm on the ice uh, with fun times, uh, behind the bench at times, and then, you know, of course, working in it. But I, I, I can see, you know, one, I, I think I'm, I've got a better perspective as a hockey parent uh, because I see what happens at the levels above. And I know my kids aren't going there. I told them they're not going there. <laughs> we're, not, we're not the family living the dream that it's going to play out into million-dollar contracts. Uh, no, not at all. Uh, so sometimes there's that sense of, like, why the hell are you doing this? But then the kids do love it. They enjoy it. They love the sense of team as well more than the individual success. Like, And it's good that they had the skill level to at least get to some, you know, uh, rep league level uh, instead of just playing house league. Although, my brain says to me, and my son never played beyond, like, uh, what do they call it? Uh, just a, not even select. a select. Yeah. yeah, that's as far as he ever got. Um, but my brain would say, if I know full well they're not going beyond this, just let them play house league. Right. Like, what is the point in spending all the money for rep hockey if it's just literally wasting money? And I was like that. Before before we got into it, I had that same sense. And I know, thankfully, a buddy of mine who was in it like I am now about 10 years ago is not around to be 
laughing at me because mm. he's moved away. But um, that was my perspective, too. Well, it's AAA or nothing. Right. If you're not going to make AAA, you might as well just play house league. Yeah, because you're spending the same money in A as you would in AAA. Uh, you know? A little bit less in terms right. of development, but not much less. Uh, right. you're, making, you're still spending a ton more than you would be in house league. Right. But it's the number of games. Like if you, if they, if they like playing games, mm-hmm. they like they like being a team together, traveling to tournaments and that sort of thing. Then there's not much difference between A and and uh, and select. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just more more cost and there's more development, right? Um, in terms of more time on the ice. In, in the end, I can I can start. I'm starting to see the writing on the wall. Uh, for it, mm. right? Evans, the older one, he's into hitting now, and you know, doesn't I don't you know? Let's say he still loves the game and loves playing. It's just I see less love of going to the rink and practicing, yep. and uh, and and I can kind of see. All right, we might have a couple more years of this, and then he'll either go back into house league or he'll go into high school hockey or mm-hmm. you know beer leagues eventually. Yep. Uh, and and listen, the majority, ninety nine percent of parents are raising. Good beer league hockey players. And, yeah. And, and if, the faster you realize that, the better off you are. Had it been at a point where David was good enough to play rep hockey, I mean, even the house league stuff, because with a little bit of select travel we did, it was still, you know, $1,000 this weekend, $1,000 another mm-hmm. weekend. And I know that that's nothing compared. I, I wouldn't even be able to guess, having two boys playing rep hockey, what you're doling out every year. Oh. Uh, I mean, it's got to be like, yeah, are you, like, are you doing something under a bridge during the week <laughs> to, to pay for this? Because I know we, we don't talk this, about that, Craig. I mean, unless you've got some contract that pays three times what I make, <laughs> I have no I'm idea. Not talking about that either. I have no idea how you pay for this, <laughs> and I, I will say this too, but uh, that I. You know, I, I often tell people, that, like I said, that I become a better hockey parent because of how much I do with hockey and how much I see with it. And, and I've, I found this interesting in the, over this past year, where normally because I've done play-by-play for the Generals now and now into the NHL level, I've seen the top players from every level of hockey mm-hmm. that that eventually kind of level out, mm-hmm. right, and don't get to that upper echelon. The ones that get... To the the martyrs, the Matthews, the uh, uh, the McDavid's of the world. You just got to M to start your name. But regardless, the guys who have those multi million dollar contracts were the best, mm-hmm. the best in in the country mm-hmm. when they were coming through. Not the best in their team, not the best in their city, not the best in their loop uh, of of teams they play. Uh, and then recently, I was uh, chatting with a, a mom whose son plays in the NHL. Uh, and uh, and she was, you know, it was in the playoffs last year, and she was like, ah, oh, he's he's sitting again tonight, mm. you know. Uh, and, and she's like, ah, the coach only kind of likes the players that he likes, and, uh, you know, this new coach had come in. And I thought, holy crap, here you are, a million-dollar hockey player, because mm. he's playing in the NHL. Minimum contract is, is the upper six figures, right? Mm. I, here you are, a million-dollar hockey player. And as a parent of that, you are still... Talking about the coach, like he's worried about ice time. Yeah. It sounded like me with a ten-year-old. Yeah, right. And it, it really is amazing. Yeah. But if you if you step back, take a thought about it. For all those who have six, seven, and eight-year-olds that are thinking right now, 
this is it. We're going to the show. Mm. Just enjoy the ride. Have fun with it. If you can afford it, great. Don't put yourself into crazy debt thinking that the payoff is coming because it's not. Yeah, they do, or they... And again, you could say, but if you, if that was the reality, there would be no rep hockey because there wouldn't be enough kids to play it. Right. There, you know, 80, 95% of these parents know their kids, or for sure their kids are going nowhere. It, it really, when you look at it, it seems so insane. Right. That you would dole out all this dough. For really nothing. Yes, a life experience. Yes, maybe they'll look back fondly when they're 18 and go, oh, yeah, that was fun when I was 12. Fun? <laughs> fun? At $50,000? Fun? Rock Mornings with, with Craig, Craig Venn and Lucky. Lucky. 94.9 The Rock.